Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. All right, guys. Welcome back to another episode of You Need Therapy podcast. My name is Kat. I'm the host and happy you're here. So before we get started, two things. One, this is not therapy, although I'm a therapist. And I know you guys are probably like, yeah, we know Kat, but I have to just remind everybody all the time because we always have new listeners and sometimes we forget. We just get really into content and we feel like we're in a therapy session and we just need a reminder. The other thing is, if you're like Kat, why do you sound like that? I have a cold. And so we're just going to do the best we can and uh, we're going to power through and we're going to pretend like I sound normal. Cool. Okay. Now, today we have a guest who's been on, you've been on twice. Mm -hmm. We have Crystal Lunenschloss, which did I say right? I practiced that. (laughs) On for the third time, she is a certified eating disorder registered dietitian, which is a big deal if you're unfamiliar with what that means. She's not just a registered dietitian that went to school and then did whatever internship and passed whatever test. She did all of that. And then she also did a lot of work to get a special credentials that are specific to eating disorders. So when I say listen to the experts, because you know I talk about that all the time, which we're going to talk about that today, Crystal is an expert, an expert expert, what I would say. So welcome. Thank you. And before we get going, I want to put some full disclosure out there for you guys that I've done some episodes like this before, and I think I've said similar things. I have some what we would call anxiety hesitation in doing this episode and talking about this, which is kind of frustrating because we're talking about something that I and Crystal have a lot of experience and expert knowledge in, and this is literally what we do all day. At the same time, there's so much information and opinion and thoughts and ideas about what we're going to talk about out in the world right now. So I have hesitation because I know it is a touchy subject, I guess. Yeah. And one that people want to categorize in these black and white categories and use all or or nothing thinking around. And part of what we're talking about today is that it's this whole realm is very gray. 
And we need to remember that when we're trying to figure out what we need. So if you guys are like, what is going on? (laughs) You set this up very scary. We're going to be talking about a couple things and we're going to let the conversation kind of just like go where it needs to go to. But what we're going to be talking about is like intuitive eating and some of the things that get a little bit confused out in interweb world. And we're going to be talking about some parts of haze and some parts of diet culture and just all of that that just I see specifically and Crystal also sees just getting a little bit weird out there it's a little weird it's a little weird (laughs) so if you haven't heard the episodes that she's been on go back and listen to those because they're some of my favorite and crystal is somebody i've known since like 2012 or 2013 yeah so long long since i was an intern and she was the dietitian at the treatment center that I interned at and then I worked at. And so I've known her for a long time and I've known her since the beginning of me learning anything when it comes to eating disorders and all of this stuff. So she's been doing this for a very long time. She now owns her own practice, Horizon Nutrition Counseling, which is housed in the same building as Three Quarts Therapy. So I see her almost every day and We share a lot of clients and we talk about stuff a lot. And you're who I go to when I'm like, oh my gosh, help me understand (laughs) this or help me find the right words to say or help me do whatever because she literally is an expert. So thank you, Catherine. And she's a great mom and you know, she has a life outside of work. (laughs) She's one of those kind of people. Okay. So the reason I asked Crystal to originally come back on was because I was struggling figuring out how to communicate some of my thoughts around intuitive eating. Obviously, intuitive eating is a great thing. And it's more than just, I think, what I see flashed on the internet, which is like food freedom, just eat what you want. No guilt, love food, a lot of positive. Which isn't wrong. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of positive, like, you know, the food freedom is part of intuitive eating. and But that's kind of what we talked about as being like the most like the loudest one without really acknowledging all the other things that come along with intuitive eating. Exactly. Yes. So we're seeing certain things, but we're not seeing other things. We're not seeing the other parts of intuitive eating. So I wanted to have a conversation of like, what are the things we're not seeing that actually make more sense? Because, and you can correct me, but it is very, very difficult for somebody who has never understood this concept and maybe even is coming from an eating disorder or disordered eating perspective to just grab onto this idea if intuitive eating was just about listening to your body and eating what you wanted. That can sound like a great idea, but a very hard concept to just jump into and it causes a lot of chaos, I think, in the recovery process. Right. Because many people are not ready for intuitive eating. When I am working with clients that we don't start here many times because we're not ready. Because when you look at the principles, you have to have a, a good sense of body connection. You have to be connected to your body. You know, you have to have some level of hunger, satiety cues, listening, being able to listen to them. And so many people are not ready for that. And a lot of the bodies are malnourished, you know, so it's, we have to get the body back to a place. No matter what your size is too. Exactly. Yeah. When I say malnourished, don't picture an underweight person. You know, this is someone who may be eating the same things all the time, only like eating out all the time, restricting, then binging and then restricting and just over like doing so many things that the body may feel in a physical crisis. So 
there's things that we, you know, we have to do on the front end before we even get to the intuitive eating part. And I think that's one of the things that is really hard for people who love the idea of intuitive eating, but their bodies just aren't ready for it yet because they don't trust in you yet. Okay. So when you are working with those kind of clients, can you say, or can you give us a little bit of information around like, well, then where do they start? Like where, where might you start with them? Like, how do you start to build trust with somebody's body? Like you said, you have to be connected to your body. There's a level of trust there. How do you help guide somebody? You don't have to give us the full rundown, but how do you help guide somebody to start to connect to their body? Everything is so individual. So we really have to figure out like how it was disconnected in the first place. So a lot of it is working on the behaviors around food, you know, like making sure you're fed consistently. Your body loves to feel safe and it feels safe by eating consistently and getting combinations of foods that signal to your brain and that it is getting all the nutrients because it needs all the nutrients to do really important things in the body. So once the body's like in a fed place and nourished place, then we can start listening for those hunger cues to come back and stopping eating when you're not, you know, if you don't have satiety cues and you don't know when to stop eating, well, intuitive eating is going to be really challenging, you know? So we have to really figure out like, how do we get that signal back and get your body communicating again? And what I want to say to that is those processes don't mean that somebody's being put on a diet. Right. No way. At mm-hmm. all. And mm-hmm. I think that's something that gets confused of like, we don't want to put you on a diet. We're not pro diet. We're very anti diet. However, what Crystal's talking about is your body can't just like all of a sudden tell you what it needs and what it doesn't need and when it's good and when it's not doing good. If you have disconnected it from giving you those signals for years or mm-hmm. months or even maybe right. weeks. So you have to train your body back to that. And it's not a diet. It's like a scaffolding process. Hey guys, Kat here. And I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now, I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick, or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you You Need Therapy after you check out. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. 
offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule. You'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. All right, so I'm glad we talked about that part. Now, I also want to take some time to talk about the parts of intuitive eating that we don't see as much out in the open on the internet and they're not just they're just not talked about as much and they're not as popular because intuitive eating is not just eating what you want when you want it right because the other things that aren't talked about as much is the other side of honoring fullness you yeah. know yeah not like coping with feelings with food you know that's a really hard one when we are challenged to feel our feelings and not medicate them with food and then the one that we really want to talk about more today too is the gentle nutrition well hold on can i stop you for a second just Mm because i want to highlight this that crystal's talking about something that isn't postured as much out in the open is this skill of learning how to identify when i'm emotionally hungry and when i'm actually physically hungry and that's a, a tough skill to learn as well and that takes time that takes effort Mm -hmm. that takes patience and it takes learning other coping skills because a lot of times I might say I really want to go eat this whatever I'm craving this thing but if I really sat back and I asked myself sometimes why am I craving that what's going on am I hungry am I this what am I feeling I might come to a conclusion that I'm like really hungry and I need I'm craving that I also might come to the conclusion that like oh my gosh I feel really lonely and whatever that I'm craving reminds me of the feelings of when I'm with a group of people and like warmness and friendship, but that's not what that is. So if I go to that thing, then I'm not actually getting what I'm, I'm needing and I'm reinforcing that old set of beliefs and coping that that's going to actually help me when really I might need to call a friend. Exactly. Now, what we're also going to talk about is something that like, I never see this anywhere and maybe I'm not looking for it, but I never see gentle nutrition talked about. Gentle nutrition is the 10th principle of intuitive eating. It is the very last principle for a very good reason. And so the idea around gentle nutrition is also being able to choose foods and eat in a way that also is promoting a body that is disease free, that is energetic, that is capable, and that feels good. And that is something that is really confusing for people when they're like, but wait a second, food freedom, I want to eat whatever I want, whenever I want to. And when you also apply the 10th principle of gentle nutrition, that is where that idea of like moderation comes in. Because yes, like if food freedom means to you, like I'm going to eat like six donuts right now, I'm not going to feel bad about it. Because like, I love all food. Amazing. And are you physically going to feel well after you do that? And I think that is where we were like, wait a second, but I should be able to do this. But you have to be connected to your body. Right. So if I'm not connected to my body, I might be like, yeah, I feel great. 
But if I really was connected to my body and I ate, to, for me, it would be six crumble cookies, not six donuts. But if I <laughs> ate six crumble cookies, I if I was connected to my body, I probably wouldn't feel awesome. Yeah. And the thing is that sometimes we may, we do make mindful decisions to eat more or that knowing like, I'm not going to feel great. Like I am, but I want this, but like I'm genuinely lactose intolerant and I will still go to Dairy Queen with my kids and like get whatever I want and like pay for it later. Yeah. But like, like, I'm making that decision and I don't do that often because I know that like that just does not feel good to me. But you do have the ability to say like every once in a while, this is an okay thing. Yes. And that's where I'm talking about in the beginning of like, we have to remember that this stuff is gray. It's not like you can never eat six crumble cookies ever in your life. Who knows? I might do that one day. Those cookies are very big. (laughs) And delicious. (laughs) They're so good. But that's not a thing that I do every single day of my life. And I know what I'm doing. I'm connected to that. Why do you think that this isn't talked about? We are trying so hard to like fight this like diet culture which is a great thing and it's it's hard a diet is quote unquote easy because if you're being told exactly what to do you know and with intuitive eating there's so much like it's so open it's that like and everyone is so different and so it's harder and so when we can just focus on like well if I can just love all the food you know that's good for me you know and then the idea of bringing gentle nutrition feels kind of diety because you're like well wait a second like you're telling me to eat a vegetable yeah like that's very diet culture well we'll know like vegetables like provide us vitamins and like before diets like vegetables were like part of like what we were yeah and that's what i was talking about with you earlier i've talked about this a a little bit i don't know on here but like with a lot of clients is that diet culture has hijacked things that like don't belong to diet culture like vegetables like for example one of my favorite meals in nashville is this kale salad from burger up it's so freaking good however i feel like things like diet culture have like hijacked kale where like, yeah. kale is this healthy like superfood and so like if you're anti-diet culture you're not going to go to burger up and get a kale salad you're going to get a burger but if i were to listen to what i wanted i really love that salad however there's this idea behind it that like are you choosing that because you're influenced by by diet culture and what you should eat but if we really turn that around then it's like that's backfiring because i'm being then pushed to get this burger when like maybe i don't actually want the burger right so part of gentle nutrition is the idea of authentic health yeah which is bringing in that like inner attunement of like i really want a burger but also bringing in that external health knowledge of like, well, and like, if I eat these foods, you know, all the time, like without incorporating more variety, like that could physically harm, be harmful, you know, and had and we can have some adverse like effects of that. And so, but then me saying that it's like, well, how, you know, how dare you? And, and that is the challenge of like what we're trying to navigate when we are trying to teach all food is good food. And we still have to make decisions that make sure that we are thriving. And I just want to say this, because we talked about this before we started recording is use the word moderation. 
I want to use that word. That word is not a bad word. But again, diet culture has hijacked it because like diet culture has created like eat in moderation, the 80-20 rule, like this and that. And like, so it feels diety when I'm like, well, all foods fit in moderation. That feels diety to me, but also it's not. And moderation means something different to everybody. Yeah. That's why it is so individualized. But when when you label it, all foods fit for everyone. And that means that I'm going to have all the food all the time. For some people, that might be okay. For other people, that might not be okay. Because what that person is eating doesn't feel good in that other person's body and vice versa. And so that person maybe needs more energy than you do. And that, you know, so like, it's so individual based on your environment that you live in your body, your genetics, like everything. So you have to kind of turn it back to you and to like what feels good to you and what is good for you. Yeah, and I think that part of being in this anti-diet culture, pro-intuitive eating is looking at the things that diet culture has taken from us and getting to redefine them in an intuitive eating place. So words like moderation, we were talking about the word calorie, how like the word calorie feels bad. But if we talk about what a calorie is energy, we can say energy, but we can't say calorie, but like why Mm -hmm. or movement. And sometimes for some people talking about exercise and movement can feel like a bad thing, but like, can we take that back? Part of this process is, is taking those words back and, and redefining them in a place of safety within our bodies and food. Right, because diet culture and the language people use on a very consistent, like just in their normal conversation, they are talking about calories are bad. A calorie to people, for many people, equal weight gain, no matter what. And the goal is to eat as less calories as possible, even if there's no context of how many calories you need the goal is, well, that piece of bread is 70 calories. That other piece of bread is 100 calories. I'm going to choose a 70 without any context of like, well, this 100 calorie bread is probably going to have more nutrition for you, but like does not matter, you know? So we're not even considering like the nutritional value of things, but just more of like the least calories is the best. And then our bodies get into this like level of like malnourished state, which perpetuates cravings and feeling really out of control and chaotic around food, which reinforces that food is bad. (laughs) When in reality, food has done nothing, it's inanimate. (laughs) But what is going on is our behavior and the way we are viewing food. And that's the whole point of intuitive eating is to really rewire the brain to not look at food as a threat, but to look at food as life-giving and so that we can thrive. Yeah, and I love that example because I think a lot of people probably do that. I know in my history, I've looked at the nutrition facts of, or the calories of, not nutrition facts. I just looked at the calories of breads and I've chosen the one that is the least calories. But what I'm not also thinking is that piece of bread has more calories. It also has more energy. It also has more of this and more of this and more of this that actually is really great. So if we stop looking at a calorie as this bad thing that we need to like get rid of and we start looking at as like, oh, this is what gives us life. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast growing health and wellness industry. 
With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. And when you bring in the gentle nutrition where we're looking at calories that are in each type of food, you're able to make food choices that you can have burgers and pizza, whatever you want. But you also know that like when I eat half of a pizza with nothing else with it, like I feel sluggish the next day or I am hungry within an hour, you know? And and so if that is not working for you, then like that is where like the gentle nutrition comes in where you're able to make food choices that feel good. Yeah, I think what, what you're talking about there too is like, because again, you guys have to remember that nothing is black and white and you're not gonna be making these choices like perfectly all the time. Sometimes you might choose to eat half a pizza and like then feel sluggish the next day and that's okay. And it's okay to also acknowledge that you don't wanna feel sluggish every day. And that doesn't mean you're engaging in diet culture. That means, hey, maybe I need to add something into that meal next time. Mm -hmm. I never say like, let's take this out. And we are constantly adding more in. Yeah. So instead of just having pizza, what else can we add to that meal? We're not saying, okay, well, you can only have one piece and then you have to have all these other things. No, I want you to have whatever you would want to have, but let's add more things to it. Because now you are boosting the nutritional value of your meal. So your body is getting more what it needs and you're able to enjoy the pizza. And if we're connecting to our bodies, this is a thought that I just had and it's probably not revolutionary. But if we're connecting to our bodies and let's just go with this example and I feel sluggish the next day. Maybe if we listen to that, that's saying, hey, cat, you're missing something. Hey, Kat, you need something else in there. I don't have a lot of energy right now. or I feel really tired. You're missing something. And that is intuitive eating of like, oh, I'm not just eating what my like 
taste buds want all the time. Right. I'm also eating what my body wants. Exactly. What my body wants to be able to do what I want to do. Yes. <sighs> yes. Man. That's good stuff. Okay. <laughs> and I do want to say, like, I, again, I have this anxiety about this conversation because I know this is a hard subject to comprehend and to, especially to have to listen to people talk about and then not ask be able to ask questions. So I want to encourage you guys to hear what we're saying. Don't hear what we're not saying. And if there are questions, you can always email me and we can try to answer them on couch talks. But also you can like if you are working with a professional, ask that professional when you're with them to clear any confusion that might be coming up. Now I kind of want to shift. I want to talk about haze for just a second. So if you're new to this, haze stands for health at every size. And it is, again, just like intuitive eating, it is a good thing. At the same time, it can be misconstrued as well by interpretations and also by well-meaning people who are putting content out in the world that confuses us. And I also think that like there are so many people out there that want help and want answers and want solutions. And so when we see something out there that like, oh, this works for them, it's like, oh, we want to grab onto it and do it as well. So I kind of want to talk about what health at every size even means and how sometimes it's being, again, like diet culture is hijacking things from us that we need. Hayes is being hijacked by honestly, it's been hijacked by a lot of things, but also it's been hijacked by like social media and like certain kinds of activists. It's been hijacked by like companies. It's been hijacked through marketing campaigns. It's been hijacked and almost exploited. And it, then it's being confused and misinterpreted. What we're going to do is we're going to read the actual definition of what it means from where it actually came from. So you're not even going to hear in this, the interpretation of even Crystal, who's an expert in eating disorders. So I am, am reading this from the Health at Every Size website. Health at Every Size principles help us advance social justice, create an inclusive and respectful community, and support people of all sizes in finding compassionate ways to take care of themselves. I freaking love that. Love it. So I like that it is talking about destigmatizing and creating like social justice and equality around our bodies and the types of bodies we have and the sizes of our bodies and all of that. It's not saying anything else. So the principles, they are around celebrating body diversity, honoring like differences in, in body sizes, ages, race, ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, and having like compassionate self-care. In this, it includes finding the joy in moving your body and being physically active and eating in a flexible and attuned manner that values pleasure and honors internal cues of hunger, satiety, appetite, while respecting the social conditions that frame eating options. We could do a whole episode on this and we're not going to do that today, but what I want you guys to hear is really what this, what this is saying. It's giving us a framework to come towards each other as humans and as professionals to treat all people the same without judgments. So here's a, an example. I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to use this example and you tell me if this fits. You're not a doctor either, but you know what I mean? So like, <laughs> I'm a doctor and I have this client who has, is going into heart failure. Okay. So instead of just being like, well, this is your weight because this person mm, maybe yeah. is a certain, this is your weight, lose weight and this will go away. Right. That's what traditionally might happen. 
But health at every size is looking at a person who has one size and then looking at a person who has another size and treating the same way. So if this other client who's in a smaller body comes in and they're going to heart failure, are you going to also just automatically say it's because of your weight? No, you're going to say like, what is your, what's your lifestyle or what's this or what you're going to ask them all these questions and you're going to get to the bottom of that versus yep. oh just lose weight well what does that mean so frustrating. we just talked about calories if you could lose weight eating a heart disease promoting yeah. diet exactly it's so frustrating yes we could do a whole nother podcast yeah. on the that. frustration of the medical community yeah and that's not helpful i really loved what one of our friends kayla said one time when she was on the podcast she said health at every size and healthy at every size are very different things. And we've kind of put them together. And so we need to pay attention to like, and again, I think diet culture has hijacked the word health and healthy. We talked about that before or before we started recording. And so I just wanted to take a second to talk about that because we need to actually look at what health at every size is versus how people are using it to like promote their brand or product or their lifestyle or their because health at every size also means that what works for you isn't going to work for me. And we're going to have different lifestyles based on what kind of life we want to live. Yeah. And it's the same with like, bringing in health at every size principles and the intuitive eating part where we're it's still promoting like what do we need to take care of your body so that you feel empowered and capable and feel good and have a good relationship with food in your body so to wrap that up what i was talking to crystal about also before we started recording is like we have these extreme views out there that we have like the like the jillian michaels type views that are like very strict in one way and then we have these like super activist well-meaning i think both of these people aren't trying to hurt anybody then we have these well-meaning people over here that are and and that's fine too but it's okay to like find some space in the middle that doesn't feel so extreme and so black and white right because what it's still creating is a mold yeah (laughs) because and like i said with the diets like everyone is supposed to do this type of diet but that doesn't work everyone is so different everyone's different lifestyle so how is that one way of doing it supposed to work for millions of people yeah and that's why it doesn't and so even taking all of these principles and putting them in a very like black and white frame it still creates this mold of like okay well i'm supposed to like love all this food and like just be able to eat it whenever i want to but when it's not working for you we get confused you know like wait but i'm supposed to be able to like go out to eat for every meal and like you know like feel good and like you know and like because it worked for that person but well it might not it work probably for you wasn't also working yeah for them, you know what I mean? right <laughs> you know but it's not what works for you because it doesn't feel good to you yeah so this is where the intuitive eating you really have to look at all of the principles together and not just pick out ones that sound, sound fun. the easiest yeah. and the most fun because that's just it's it's just it's more than that it's, it's more, more than that, that. and so yeah. yeah i think what i would just encourage you guys is to be curious about what you see and what you read and what you hear be curious and just like i say to you guys all the time don't grab onto everything like that i say as it's gold because it might not be gold i'm not always 100 percent right about everything and i don't want anybody including my clients to ever think that because we're all different and our brains are different people are different it's different and passion is contagious. So like when you see somebody who's really all about one thing, it's like, well, I want that too. 
So I got to do that. And then we get confused why that doesn't work for us. So thanks for being here, Crystal. Thanks thanks for for walking through this very scary conversation. (laughs) That shouldn't be scary. But I think that's maybe that's our own humanness and our own work that we have to do around like fear of being misunderstood. I know that's what it is for me. I have a big fear of like harming somebody by being misunderstood. And I never want this podcast to to do that, even though it might. Well, it's and like not being able to like have a dialogue yes. with people who have questions. You know, it, it it's that's I think what makes it scary for me is that, you know, I can't respond to things. And so people can kind of take away things that we didn't say yeah Yeah. so again i will encourage you guys if you have questions send them to katherine at unitherapypodcast.com and if they're appropriate we might be able to answer them on a couch talks so that's all i got i mean we could sit here for three more hours but that's all i got for now (laughs) um so thanks for being here and if you want to get in touch with crystal i'll put your stuff in the show notes but do you want to shout out your your Instagram, email, and website? Yeah, Instagram is horizon underscore nutrition counseling. And if you want to email me directly, you can email info at horizonnutritioncounseling.com. Can people work with you that don't live in Tennessee? No. Okay. Unfortunately, <laughs> All right. So if you live in Tennessee, if, if you don't Or if live... you live in Colorado, I can because they don't have licensure there. Oh, okay. Colorado and <laughs> there Tennessee. You go. go for There's it. There's a couple other ones. Like... <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank you. And I will talk to you guys on Wednesday for Couch Talks. Bye. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.